0: Hello and welcome to Processing Design. Processing Design is a podcast that expands on the topics of my writings on Medium, focusing on design thinking, innovation, careers in design, startups, and generally how the industry and its professionals are evolving. My name is Pedro Canagne. I've been working in the design industry since the early millennia. I'm currently working as a product design director, and I'm hoping this podcast will complement the writings on Medium adequately. Thank you beforehand for listening and let's get started. The topics for this first podcast are getting started in the design industry and some considerations on the topics of interviewing and portfolios. I started my career in design following an academic background that included a degree in business administration, followed by a post-degree in multimedia, complemented by a series of certifications in web design and computer science. I've had a variety of professionals reach out to me through the LinkedIn Career Advice Program on how to start a career in design, which courses to choose, and how to move into a particular role in the industry. That's a topic that is obviously tied to many other factors, such as costs, timeliness of the programs, quality of content, duration of the course, and the list goes on. I've been suggesting to these professionals that they research institutes where they can dive beforehand on the curriculum, understand the contents of what some of these institutes are teaching, and potentially, Verify the outcomes from them. Design education is an important topic, particularly as professionals want to get into the field or want to keep evolving in the field, aiming to gather competitive edge and career progression. For many of the professionals reaching out to me, wanting to go into UX design, which in itself is a broad enough term, I typically start by saying that product design as a discipline is an amalgamation of many segments where one can specialize in or be a generalist if they choose to do so. There are specific fields on research, interaction design, motion design, copywriting, visual and UI design, not to mention others that are also associated with graphic design essentially it's important that professionals or students wanting to get into this field have a clear enough understanding what product design is about what it entails and how deeply it can go product design and its affiliated subjects is not an art degree though in visual design one does learn aesthetic principles Considerations on UI, which are tied to compliance and principles of design themselves. These courses shouldn't be about teaching trends or what the latest fad to hit the market is. Much like the design principles of Dieter Roms, they should enable students to create mechanisms and skills to keep evolving in parallel with the technology industry, the needs of the market, And ultimately their own personal growth. I've witnessed professionals coming from very different backgrounds, some from General Assembly, some from the Savannah College of Art and Design, others who are self-taught, and they all have their own strengths and weaknesses. However, I always like to say that no matter what, it's important that individuals coming into this job field have a constant learning mentality, humbleness, capacity and willingness to learn and listen, and also focus and discipline in order to manage all the information that they will be facing and working with. Choosing a course and choosing an institute, it's mostly something that the professionals have to do, assessing the market and assessing their own circumstances in order to make a decision that is sensible for them and in the long run. On the topic of portfolios and interviews, um, there's quite a few articles on Medium, including some that I have written myself. I recommend going through Medium and learning a bit about both of these topics. If the design discipline and its professionals have a well-known responsibility, that is to communicate, either processes and outcomes, research endeavors, strategies for multi-platform approaches, designers have to be able to successfully convey information to a variety of audiences. When it comes to their own presentation and personal showcase, portfolios are the tools which professionals in this field utilize to showcase their unique point of view. Even if the formulas that are being taught around institutes and universities feel a bit repetitive, Portfolios are the opportunity for designers to showcase their unique point of view to problem solving, product design management, among many other factors they have to consider. These days, having a portfolio is extremely accessible with out-of-the-box solutions and platforms. Either using Behance or Adobe, Dribbble, Coreflow, Crop, Cargo Collective, Squarespace, It's important designers build something where the content is easy to access, read, or skim through. The container, as impeccable as it may be, is no match for the work you display and how crystal clear your point of view comes across. Remember, if you don't have much work to showcase, create case studies based on products you use very often. Identify problems and articulate how you go about solving them using the design thinking process, or at least how you go from understanding the problem, the client and user you're solving for, all the way through the steps in devising the architecture, choices you took for implementation, usability testing, and of course, UI considerations. You don't need to have many of these case studies, one or two suffices. Just something that provides insight into your thought process. Portfolios are essentially your introduction to the world, including hiring managers, your peers, possible collaborators, clients, and therefore the potential is enormous for a great first impression. On the topic of interviews for design positions, typically when wanting to stand out and land an interview, it's important to do some background check on the organization itself, the people who are interviewing and who are also part of the process. This actually highlights someone's interest in joining that organization while also providing knowledge on the persons you'll be interfacing with and interviewing with. On phone interviews, and currently, and due to this pandemic, on video interviews, it's of course fundamental that you make a first good impression. So it's always preferable you're in a silent place, one where you can also hear and ask questions, and in the case of video interviews, in a place that is well-lit, so the interviewer can also hear and see you. Being articulate and succinct is also fundamental. When questions catch you unexpectedly, don't be shy to take a few seconds to think about them and then formulate your response. It's a good tactic. Since it indicates reflection and seeking of experiences that are clearly unique to you, but that marry with the question at hand. All of this is important during the interview over the phone or over video, but in order to get to that point of the interview, it's fundamental that you have a resume that is articulate, chronologically organized, where there's also A clear demonstration of what your career intents and goals are. This combination of resume and polished interview processes, either through phone or video, will help tremendously in securing either a next step, which before the pandemic was basically an in-person group interview, Or now, it can potentially lead to a much quicker offer situation. Hopefully, this first episode provided some good topics to think about when it comes to design education, portfolios, and interviews. All these topics can be further explored in my articles on Medium alongside many other articles you can find in that platform. The next episode will focus on continuous education, how designers evolve in their career paths and into leadership roles, and also navigating uncertainty in the professional world. Thank you for listening.